Relatively Healthy is brought to you by the Forever Dog Podcast Network. Be sure to check out more original comedy podcasts at foreverdogpodcast.com. Welcome to the Relatively Healthy Podcast. I'm Janie Stoller. I'm Dr. Ellen Stoller. And today we are joined by a fabulous guest. We have writer Diana Metzger. Woo! Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. We're so excited. <laughs> We're going to ask you all about pregnancy and being Oof. a mom and all the mm-hmm. things. So get I'm, ready. I'm ready to share <laughs> what you do and probably don't want to hear. Good. No, I think Janie mostly wants to hear the don't want to hear. I want to yeah. be convinced I'm right. To so you, you want mental yeah. birth control is yes. what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Play this at schools. Um, we're going to dive into a listener question first uh, because this one, it's a doozy. Uh, so this one was submitted to us via Google form, which please, if you're listening, submit. Uh, you can either do it through a Google form or you can call us and leave an anonymous voicemail on our hotline, one 844 stolarx And we'd love to hear from you. We love these questions. Uh, so let's get into this one. This person says... When my husband gets diarrhea, he refuses to take an anti-diarrheal because he wants to, quote unquote, let it out of his system. (laughs) But I think you take the meds because it makes the diarrhea not diarrhea anymore. Please don't let me be wrong and him be right. Uh, The details is this is a man who's 30 and he's lactose intolerant. This is so, so I have a funny thing to share about my husband. Please. So yes. My, I am like all about the drugs, like throw drugs at the problem. Yeah, absolutely. So like I could probably invest in like, uh, you know, Pepto-Bismol and be very <laughs> successful. And so my, I mean, my husband probably has, uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to send you down the river, Manoli, <laughs> <laughs> on this one. But he's got like. Uh, I think he probably is lactose intolerant and just like pushes through. <laughs> um, and like, so he's got a sensitive stomach and he is so uh, like, I'll be like, did you take Pepto? And he's like, no. And I was like, you could go in the bathroom. And I just see, but I'm like, if I went and got it for you and oh put God. it in your hand and got you water, would you take? Okay. Like, he- is this not parenting? Right. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's what this, it sounds like less rewarding because the child usually learns a lesson. Right. And an adult. Yeah. This is like a, are husbands children? The ultimate That's baby? question, yeah. yeah. He, I mean, you know, so, well, the thing is, it's so funny because I say he's just a genius at work and super organized at work and what he does. Uh, and then he'll come home and be like, mm, like can't, <laughs> can't you know. fill water glass. Like I've taught him, oh, I've taught him how to load the dishwasher though. Like Ugh. it's sort of my fault because I've taught him and now I still correct him because oh, I don't no. like the way he loads it. This so, is why yeah. I avoid men. I'm yeah. part. I'm part of the problem too. But I will say, I mean, at least this guy has a justification for not. I mean, it. Is but it- it's not. I mean, so I guess you're right. If his concern is real that if you have like infectious diarrhea, if it's like from a bacterial pathogen, then like, yes, taking something to stop that would be bad. I guess the question would be how often is this happening to him? It seems like a lot. But then that to me, more than him having like recurrent infections probably speaks more to some sort of like, well, food intolerance. Like That's what they say. But my question is, are, is an anti- diarrheal a bad thing because but it, his I think we want to tap into the logic which is his logic is my body's just gonna do it right I'm gonna do it I guess also like is she concerned he's gonna get dehydrated because what are the concerns right. let's talk about that's, that that's what I don't get is unless he's having so much diarrhea that he is again like getting dehydrated and like losing fluids if he's just like in the bathroom for too long who cares like let but him live is his there life. a downside to taking the pill I mean so it, it can be constipating and but if you're it, on other medications, it can potentially interact with them. Gotcha. So I guess the question for both of these people, I mean, I'm kind of on his side. It's like it's not, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't seem like that big of a deal. I think it's also like, because I was <laughs> selling my husband down the river again, but I'll say we were in Paris and he, uh, you know, very rich food. Um, he like got an upset stomach over something and... Of course, his logic isn't to, like, take care and eat gentle foods. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just keep eating the way you're normally eating, and somehow it'll work itself out. Um, And he got so sick. He did get really dehydrated. We had to take him to the hospital. And so I think, like, my logic tells me, okay, take the Pepto. And if it's still Mm. really bad, like, 
I'll stop. take lactaid. Well, no, yeah. and that's upset. Yeah. I'm on the same page as Be you. Be proactive. Yeah, Be just proactive. take a lactaid before. Just don't eat so much cheese. I just also <laughs> want to talk about the question. No, the, no. The, why is the woman writing in on the husband's? I think it bothers behalf. her a lot. She really wants to be right. She feels very I strongly. Mean, ultimately, it sounds like this isn't even about concern about her husband's intestines. It's just a concern about their relationship, or just wanting, just wanting to know Get that like point. she's being heard here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And we hear you. We and hear I, you. I'm actually team wife. Oh. I'm team wife. Oh no, I'm very much team wife. All right. Um, you don't need to let that out of your system. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we we had mentioned with our previous guest, separate bathrooms seem to be the key to any long term. Uh, intimate relationship. Or taking a pill yeah. so you don't have diarrhea and your wife has to tell people about it. True. True. To me, I'm like, just oh no, you should pill. never tell anyone. This is his especially punishment. your spouse if you have diarrhea. <laughs> Except, I agree. Except for me, because <laughs> I've, I've overshared. Yeah. Exactly. Well, we're gonna get into some other overshares. We're gonna yeah. talk about periods. We're gonna talk about everything. Yeah, yeah periods is like Janie's favorite uh, topic. Well, it's the one I relate to most because yeah. most of the medicine, I'm like, what? Yeah. Um, but I know what a period is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Diana, we're gonna talk to you about pregnancy, mm-hmm. and I just okay. Here's my thing. I'm not convinced it's worth it. I think for me, like all the stories I've heard of what happens to you physically are kind of crazy. And then I'm not sure I even want to code. Like the result, like, you know, you don't get the prize at the end. Is it, did you, like, what, what are your thoughts on it? <laughs> I'll, I'll say, I mean, it's certainly worth it. My daughter is almost three. She is the greatest. But I don't forget how much of a pain in the ass it is. And I do hope if I do have it again, and we're, we're talking about having a second, but not for a while. We just want our lives to be a little more settled. Um, but um, it's, I don't know. I think I got it certainly showed me personally like how much I can handle as a Mm. human being and like sort of toughened me up and um I had a really rough pregnancy that I literally was sick every single morning like throwing up throwing up were you ever hospitalized for it no but it was clock and I asked questions about it too but they were just saying okay make sure you're hydrated enough um and and I can I wanted to ask you Mm -hmm. this medically so my mom speculated that it's because I get serious motion sickness, like very strong motion sickness. And like, that's a lot of motion in yeah. your body naturally. I mean, there's a condition called hyperemesis gravidum, which mm-hmm. is just some women when they're pregnant just have basically horrible morning sickness. I would have that. And I no one no one really knows why it happens. And ultimately, the only cure for it is when you have your baby. But some women end up in the hospital multiple times just because they can't keep anything down. Oy. And the only treatment is basically Zofran, which is basically Benadryl. Medication just to try and stomp the nausea down. So you're down. just like sleepy. And that you're the, basically yeah, sleeping. I had one of those too and I just stopped taking it. But I, I, I think because it became so regular, it was like... Uh, literally I was very matter of fact about it I'd get up it would happen like 15 minutes after I woke up and I'd be like okay yep now it's coming and like I'd just go get it done with and like my husband or my mom whoever I was with would be like are you okay it's like yep no I'm fine I'm fine it's done like I would just take care of it and it's and I think before I got pregnant, I've thrown up a total of maybe five times. What? I know. Well, and I'm I, not a thrower upper. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a boot in rally. Like in college, I was not one of those people. I would just get really like headachey and be like, I'm done. I was sort of jealous of those people that were like, okay, I'm going to go do this. Could you, okay, could I'm ready you to go imagine back and though, party. like when you were in college, if someone's like, oh, by the way, when you get pregnant, you're like, there will be a time in your life when you are throwing up every day for nine months. I'm like, what your reaction to that? I think that then, would be horrified. Yeah, yeah. You would be like, oh, that I'm just not going to do this. Well, and the cra- the craziest thing, too, that I will say that, like, retrospect and looking back and I joke about is um, I say my daughter was like a surprise, not a surprise, because basically my husband and I had decided uh, I was on the pill. I've been on the pill forever. And we had decided around, I'd say, like, August or September um, of 20, God, when was 14? it? 24? Yes. Uh, Of 2014 that I would, or 2013, I forget. Either way. Either way. It's a year. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that I would go off the pill. I was, we were both living in D.C. at that time. I was finishing up grad school, or I had finished grad school. I had a job. I was sort of, we thought we were going to be in one place um, and we're ready for this. And Uh, So I'd gone off and I kind of had in my head like, oh, it's going to take 
a year and we'll just kind of have fun. Mm. And then if it doesn't happen after a year, then we'll get serious about it and have timetables and whatever and really try. And I will preface this with like, I've had a lot of friends that have had trouble getting pregnant that have miscarriages. So like I am very conscious of that. I consider what happened to me incredibly lucky. Uh, But basically I got a writing job in October that they wanted me to come out to L.A., uh, I came out beginning of November. So my husband and I, the whole time I was off the pill, my husband and I saw each other in November for Thanksgiving. And then we were... Oh, we were talking about this earlier today. We were talking about yeah. this earlier today that I literally know exactly when I conceived. <laughs> um, because we were at my... I Then I saw my husband a second time and it was over Christmas in Boston. And uh, it, it's a bit of heresy, but my in-laws went to church and we stayed back at the house. <laughs> Love it. Um, and then Chris in the place. I hope your child hears the story over and over oh, every Christmas. Yeah. Oh, exactly I'm right. No, it's I, a Christmas It's story. a Christmas miracle. I would just love for the child to like sit on this couch and be like, oh, this is where the two cells that became me. This is where they met. On Let's the all be honest about that stuff. It's yeah. hey, it's all part of the experience yeah. we call life. Uh, yeah. There then, you go. Like, look, Janie and I, our birthdays are like nine days apart. Do you do guys you, Do you yeah. guys know when your parents can say, how your parents can say well, I, I have a belief that our parents had sex twice. Or didn't. We don't even know. I'm not com- fully True. convinced. I was feeling even. it was like around like when their wedding anniversary. Something. Was. But we're, we're two years apart almost to the day. So yeah. like, maybe I'm, yeah. I'm from a history of like oversharers because my mom was like, uh, Puerto Rico. That was quite a trip. <laughs> and I'm like, so I know. Okay, like, tell that's... me the story of how I was born. Puerto Rico. Yeah. <laughs> not even how I was born, though. how I was conceived. Well, yeah. that's the joke that I just made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's why it's funny. Um, so that sounds terrible. Like, I'm not convinced yeah. yet that like pregnancy sounds good no so then besides throwing up every day were there any other highlights or lowlights of the nine month journey before Isabel arrived um I I mean it for a while I wasn't gaining weight then I like gain weight just fine I um I mean beyond the throwing up every day um which is still bad which is which not is, fun which is still bad I had a lot of swelling mm. in and it was also kind of coincided with the fact that um I went back to D.C. for a while and then had to uh, came back again to do some more writing out here. Uh, So I had like multiple OBs and Mm. uh, which was good because when I gave birth, I was part of a like doctor's office where it was like eight OBs. So I could have any one of them. And the one that I had uh, was a doctor that I was like set to meet with the next week because my daughter was two weeks early. Mm. Um, super attractive too, by the way, which like oh. helped really didn't help. Who would play him? Um, McDreamy. Oh no, no, he's got Noah Wiley <gasps> of ER oh. around oh. ER time. Okay. Yeah, he Very looks like a doctor. Youthful. Yeah, he Noah was- Wiley is amazing. I don't know where he is. I think he might be in a new show. But- he's on a couple of random shows. I, I looked him up the other day. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was like helped, and then I also had to remember like, oh my god, you're gonna see stuff though, which he did. I will tell you, I'm going to scare you. I, the, the pooping on the table happens. Mm, real. Mm. It's real. It's all real. It all yeah. happens. Did you have oh. an episiotomy? So episiotomy is like when the baby can't fit out through the vaginal opening, they have to do a little cut to they the cut side. From yes. Your, yes, they did. One to the other. And then other. they have to yes. sew you back up after the baby comes they out. They did. They did. But I'll, I'll tell you, um, I was so juiced up. Good. I was That's so, so this, well, so this is a good story. <laughs> so I immediately you know everybody's got their own path their own decision so yeah I always like preface this because I'm you know it's like I'm immersed in mom world and it's like PC everything and like be grateful or like own your own choice but don't put it on other people oh my god yeah Just take that drug that's see that's a pain in the ass right? too. that's you don't want that either but I was like oh I'm taking all the drugs because that's what I was most scared of is like the child yeah. birth portion of it because like the being pregnant you're big, you're uncomfortable, your hands and feet swell, like it's a pain in the butt, but it's like, okay, you know, this, it's, doesn't, it's not overwhelming pain. And I guess and th- I, those physical changes happen gradually. Yeah, so. you, you have time to yeah. adjust. Did your feet go back to the normal size? Not really. Because I can't get pregnant. Mom. Because, yeah. uh, well, I have a 9D. I wear a 9D. Yeah. I'm 5'3". You know, it's insane. I yeah. have square feet that are ginormous. They're like the yeah. wrong way. It's, yeah, they're like um, horizontal. The shoebox is horizontal. If I were to get larger feet, 
we were talking a different store. Right. We're talking, a, and I'm five three again. Right. Just this is crazy. I don't know. Wear men's shoes. Wear men's shoes. You, have, you shoes. have to shop at like, like the suspiciously large woman store. Suspicious. Yeah. Remember no. that's what Bob the drag queen called one of his really? albums. Suspiciously large woman. Oh my god, that's great. So you don't, I don't you'd think have to I knew go that. to that store to buy your shoes. I would love to go shopping with Bob. That's like actually you know, yeah. a nice an incentive. Perk. An yeah. incentive. <laughs> but yeah, no, mine went up. I like. Uh, went between like a seven and a half and an eight and i'm definitely in like between an eight and an eight and a half territory right, and my hand my hands haven't really gone down either like i had to take weird. my wedding ring and my wedding band off and now um and it's probably from like gaining weight and not losing the weight um but now my like my engagement ring is still tight wow so and then for the weight gain i mean you lose god it's i mean basically what happened to me was i gained about like 30 pounds which is standard healthy standard and then um i'd say like immediately after i lost about like 11 pounds um, and then you lose a lot with you can lose with so breastfeeding. So is that true? Because people say, "Oh, breastfeeding." You burn. It does. It, it does. does. Okay. It definitely. It definitely does. Because I like got on Weight Watchers. I was breastfeeding, um, and it was like coming off. And then once I stopped breastfeeding, um, I could only go. I breastfed for five and a half months, and it was like chock full of issues. I I really I personally didn't like it mm. because I. It's a lot harder. They in on TV and movies they make it seem like oh the baby just latches on and everything's oh. easy. No, every woman I know has basically only had horror stories. I had to have yeah. a shield um, yeah. for like shape. Basically, it's like a, a nipple shield uh, to help the baby get suction and. Um, no, and then so women get like horrible mastitis. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I had various things like that. Um, and it was just very stressful. I got breastfeeding shamed at a restaurant. What? Ugh. Yeah. So it's, you know. It was Everyone's like, eating. Why should the baby be excluded? I know. I know. And it was, it was just super uncomfortable for me and stressful. And then, of course, you know, I have these shields and I'm looking on websites, which just never do. Go yeah. talk. Talk to an actual doctor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like was that, you, I'm Ellen. sure that whenever you mentioned like to your OB or your pediatrician about the shields, they're like, just use them. Baby's yeah, got to eat. No, exactly. And I look online. It's well, if if the baby gets used to the shield, oh, well, then it's you. never going to be able no. to do this. Well, and this and... Is, there were times I remember in my pediatrics rotation in med school. There was a woman whose child was hospitalized for basically failure to thrive because the woman just couldn't produce enough breast milk. Whoa. And she had been like so formula shamed. Yeah. This is formula. terrible. People are bad. And then you put them in some sort of circumstance like this. Right. And it's just like the, the pregnancy, the judgment right. and the this, right. the, the other. It's like, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Everyone calm down. That's, as long as the baby is fed, who really cares? And people are raising babies in all kinds of circumstances exactly. without You like, don't know anything judgment. about the person's no. rationale. It's nuts. But yeah. the breastfeeding was wonderful in terms of losing weight. Like, <laughs> no, it's a myth for like a Jessica Beale who's right. like, oh, I, just I got a, you don't get a flat stomach right. by yeah. breastfeeding. But you certainly yeah. do because you're burning a lot of calories. And yeah. it's basically like, OK, if you're working out, uh. you know, and eating less or whatever um you know it's basically like doing a form of exercise but yeah no it's not getting you the flat stomach no that's also like your skin stretches no one's skin above the age of like 22 no one's skin stretches back that quickly i gotta be honest i'm not sold on pregnancy (laughs) i will tell i will say that like i mean i always had like big jugs you can't see it on the (laughs) radio but i got big jugs guys (laughs) Imagine, just imagine, um, it, just imagine, <laughs> just imagine. Um, but they didn't, you know, they were already like sagging before because uh. they're big. Um, they're not fake, so they're gonna gravity. Um, I think you know, I don't think they got, they didn't really get much bigger. Did they oh. get? Did they get deflated after you finished breastfeeding? No, That's always the fear. No, I mean they they look good. All right, they look good. They so look like, great. So yeah. thanks. You're welcome. Oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> Positive affirmation yeah, totally. on the podcast. I love it. So yeah. like that's that. I mean, it's happened to some of my friends. One of my friends complains about it. I'm like, oh, but you're so skinny. You know? Oh, so, she can die. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Did I say that out loud? It's okay. <laughs> and there's like the real housewife, Megan King Evans. Oh, yeah. And she was right. just like, oh, I, um, I can't seem to keep the weight on after I give birth to this baby. Well, she probably also was one of those. Is it that, that can you, this is another doctor mm-hmm. thing. 
Uh, do people, because I've heard the rumor that people just get a tummy tuck, like looped they have into to. the pregnancy? That one, it's, it's, a, it's a different, it's too far down. Oh. I mean, you'd have to like tell the plastic surgeon in advance. What do you think well, the yeah, timeline But if, but if you up. did, if you were like a celebrity. You, you could. Oh, for sure. Like health yeah. wise, you Why still not? could. Yeah. So they take the baby out and then just. I mean, I'm not aware of, of this, but this makes complete sense that these celebrities go dark for eight months. Because that's eight weeks weird. Rather, and they, then they go come dark, back. but they don't have a single, like, there's not even a, they look better than before. That's right. why the Crazy. rumor is that, that it's a, like a tummy I'm sure tuck that there's a combination. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. That makes total sense. But then do you feel like having a child then, has it made pooping on the table, all the throwing up, episiotomy, all this worthwhile? Um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, I think the more challenging thing, the let, like, I think psychologically the challenges are there more than just the physical like the fit you know I think for me I'm very lucky I'm in a relationship with a you know I'm married to a man who like is very affirmative about how my body looks in a positive way and like you know isn't judgmental and so because I have my own neuroses or whatever but they're neuroses that have always existed about my weight you know beyond having a baby um, I think it's just the psychological stuff of of really getting used to and realizing like you're not the priority, mm-hmm. you know these these aspirations or whatever have to be figured out or may fall by the wayside or, um, you know I it's interesting I think so like parenting is sort of similar I sort of equate it in a little way to, um. Like the first flight I ever did with my daughter in an airplane, I was terrified for that too. And it, it's sort of like similar to childbirth, similar to raising a child, is I was so overwhelmed. Like, oh my God. And it was the gauntlet because I was moving to Vietnam with my daughter. She was seven months old. We'd never flown before. My husband was already there. So I was doing 24 hours of flying with oh my, my daughter. God. And I was like, I was absolutely terrified because I didn't know what to expect. Because your main concern is, oh, she's going to flip her shit. She's going to flip her shit. Hours. And it's sort of the same thing with childbirth, the same thing with raising a child, where it's like you're so overwhelmed because you don't know what it is. Right. You're not prepared for what it is. But I like to believe in my, like my mom always said, like, and my sort of like mantra in college too and I was overwhelmed <laughs> by papers is like you will live through this mm. and if you live through this then it, it does give you perspective mm-hmm. so so how did you handle the 24 hours of traveling it was a lot of pooping okay. <laughs> like that you know it's been lots of changes of clothes yeah. um it was a Korean air and Korean like Asian airlines are just amazing. They love children. Mm. So at one point I was like, you know, like stewardesses would hold the baby. Oh, wow. Like for me, um, you know, you could do a little, you know, she was. Oh, actually, cause she was, so she, she was your lap. She didn't have her own chair. No, she didn't she have, so she young. didn't have she her just, own chair. You don't see videos of that online. She you had to carry this woman, you could have carried this kid on you yeah, a the lot whole time. a lot of the time though what you can do with international flights is ask for the bulkhead seat and have a bassinet oh and so i would even i use that up until like we came back from vietnam a year ago just because the bassinet was a great place like for you have to be a certain amount of you can't be i think it's the child has to be under 25 pounds but then or it something gives like a playpen almost. a playpen exactly yeah. it was a place to put toys she would sit and play and um so yeah it's like you live through it and and I think I I didn't finish but giving birth Mm. that's I also was like absolutely terrified because I didn't know what to expect like that was the Mm -hmm. scariest thing and I had no time to prepare but I knew I wanted to come in and get all the drugs (laughs) oh for sure and so it was so funny like once I once I got to the hospital and honestly I'll say like people ask like what contractions feel like and for me it was like the world's worst cramp Mm over and over oh my god like doubled over a world's worst cramp um and how that sort of day went for me was I got up in the morning and I like my mom was going to come over to help me like do my getting ready to go to the hospital bag but I wasn't due for two more weeks and they were actually like the next week I was going to have to go to like schedule because they Mm. thought they were going to have to induce me um but my my water broke and I remember calling my mom and I said I don't know if my water broke or I peed myself because I was like half going to the bathroom and then, you know, just things, things get loose down there. Um, And my mom was like, "Um, okay, well, I'm going to come over, see how you do. And my mom came over and like 
by that point, like when she came over, I was starting to get contractions. I was like, oh, God. How long was your labor? Um, Well, my labor was 10 hours. I was there 10 hours. But... I delivered in 15 minutes. Wow. So, for your first baby, that's crazy. Well, and this is what I like to say is I was super relaxed because literally they they brought me in and um, the nurse who was lovely, our first nurse, I had like two different nurses, um, was like, do you have any questions? I was like, how soon can I get the drugs? <laughs> yeah, let me so, live loose yeah, over here. Yeah. So getting, getting the epidural, like it was painful to put in and I thought about... Um, I thought about like that spinal tap scene in The Exorcist. Like that's all I think about with that. Um, and so that was painful. But like once the drugs came in, I was so I watched some Sex in the City. Ooh. I took an hour and a half nap. Wow. I had some popsicles. I was group texting. Yeah, I very was, Miranda. I was yeah. very I was very like productive, productive. and relaxed. Yeah. Um, and then um, and when I delivered and so I had the epidural and you're allowed to sort of like. It goes through you, but you can press a button to get more. So anytime I would feel the slightest discomfort, I'd be like, boop, press the button, (laughs) boop. And I asked, I said, does this ever run out? Does it ever run out? And they were like, no, 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 the cassette or whatever. It has like a lockout also. You can't just press for all these. You can't just press it every two seconds. Like you can, but there's a lockout. You only do it like X times a minute. And it can only give you so much medicine in an hour. Sounds like kind of interesting recreationally. It was good. It was pretty fun. It was like, oh, anything was boop. It was cool. Um, But I was like, does this ever run out? And they're like, no, you're not going to run out. It's fine. Um, About five. They were like, okay, in about five minutes, we're going to start pushing. And they were like, oh, the cassette ran out. And I was like, um. And she was who like. Who did that? I don't know who, took, who she came went, in and took all the drugs. Who the medicine? I don't know. And she was like, well, you know, it's okay. It'll still be in your system. And I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, you get the, who's the person? Who, the, the anesthesiologist. Anesthesiologist. Thank you. That I was like, you get them right now and you bring them up. And I love like, the idea of like you like putting your hand into your vagina and just like holding onto the baby like, and being give like, me the drugs first. Yeah. So yeah, they like put in a new one for me. Were you mad at your husband that he wasn't going through it? The only oh, yeah, like where was he physically? The too? only thing I was mad about. So I um and this is so millennial of me that I had my husband and my mom in the room. <laughs> um, but mostly it was because um yeah, it's just more people to talk to. Yeah. Um, but also, also, I like kind of made a rule. I was like, uh, to my husband, I was like, I don't want you to see below my shoulders. I completely, no, this 100% having seen babies be born, a man cannot be at the business end during the birth you of a know, child. You know, I was like, no. I, it's just not, no. you know. There's I, nothing to be gained. We don't have much mystery in our marriage, right. but I would like to keep a little bit. That my is, God. Yeah. And so like my mom like held one of my feet yeah. and and was very helpful. And she's a therapist. So she's very like even keeled. And your mom's done this. My my mom's done this. And also my mom is like super efficient in a way. My, fa- my father, my, well, and my husband. Slip. My father, my, husband, more about my father, my husband, my father, my husband. <laughs> We need, to ask, <laughs> we need to ask your mom, the therapist, to come yes. in and help us out. And talk to that. But, uh, you know, I knew she would be super efficient in a way my husband wasn't. So, like, she was getting the popsicles and the ice mm-hmm. and knew where to get it and wasn't waffling. I mean, it sounds like he's having diarrhea. I can't even get a glass of water. <laughs> I know. Then, no. no. Yeah. I mean, he was very sweet. But there was one point I got really mad at him when, so you're not, you can't eat. You can only have like popsicles. And that's in, in case they need to do surgery, basically. Yeah. Um, and so this the best advice I got was like right when your water breaks mm. before you're going to have to go in and eat something major. So I had like a giant bowl of oatmeal. <laughs> so my mom comes in I'm like water's broken. I'm sitting eating oatmeal. But um, I was so hungry mm. towards the end. And my mom had brought my husband Thai food. Oh, no. <laughs> and I just smelled it. And I was turned to it. But I was, I was like, I was totally chill for most of it. I turned to him. I was like... You get. I was like, if you're gonna eat that, you get the hell out of here. <laughs> get the hell so out of here. Stand in the corner with your, you know, That's face very, to the wall yeah. and eat your yeah. spring roll. Yeah, it's very like, lay off me. I'm starving. Yeah. I was very, very lay off me. I'm starving. Well, and then it was so sad because right after I gave birth, I was really hungry. I thought I could eat. I had a banana and some yogurt, and like immediately threw it up. Oh so, no. Okay, yeah. pregnancy sounds terrible. Um, <laughs> and then when you have the kid, there's it's not like there's good things. But so I saw this tweet. Where it was a video of a girl who's like, she's probably like four years old and she's going up and she runs to open a door, a screen door and the wind blows and she gets like, she's, I think she's fine, but she gets, she, the, so the wind is so strong. It blows her away. She gets blown away. What? And I saw that. I said, I can't have a kid. Like in the house? Like, no, away from the house. Oh. Like she goes to open the screen door. Like, do, do, do. And just like home. further into the backyard. And is this Wizard of Oz? Are you talking about <laughs> Wizard of Oz? I can tell you that. Because that's fictional. <laughs> it's a, 
<laughs> ABC News posted it. It's like legit sources. And I saw that and I was like, okay, I understand. Are you concerned that your child's like piglet and well, is going to like blow away? I'm concerned of a certain number of things we know people experience that are scary. Like, but like terrible things happening terrible to a child. Okay. And then I went, oh, that wasn't even on my list. True. And yeah. now I'm scared of screen doors blowing away children. Okay. So I think I might be too scared too to have a child because I'd be nervous. interesting though. I think like I get really, my husband and I are both worry warts. But it's really interesting because I do think like childbirth, raising a child, I think I've become so much more matter of fact. Mm. Um, Like my, our good friend Nyla loves this story. So we went out to brunch with a friend who shall remain nameless. Uh, But she was dating a real ridiculous boyfriend who had no job, lived in his car. Like, and she, and she said to me, and normally like, you know, listeners don't all know me, but I'm, I pretty like polite and like you know want to be agreeable and she this was when I was very pregnant and she said she was like well I think he'll make a really good house husband and I turned to her and I was like I was like you're not a CEO (laughs) 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 you don't get a house husband you know so I think it just like and especially having my child I'm very matter of fact you know my husband I do bicker about like I don't have a lot of time to like um stroke egos Mm. you know if something needs to be done like I I like to be efficient more efficient and so I do think in a way like a lot of my worry wartness and it's also learning like I you know when my daughter was seven months we moved to Vietnam place I'd never lived I'd never lived abroad for that period of time and in a third world country and so I think like I used to be terrified of change like I used to get my mom tells me like, and I still remember some of it, like a month before the school year would start, I would just like break down mm. because knowing there's some impending change. And so I think like uh, motherhood has toughened me a lot. I mean, because things are changing constantly and you yeah. can't control what somebody else is going to say you're going to do. Like this child is like a person now with like agency. And what's what's really interesting, and I sort of think I've raised like a tough little cookie too, because... Um, you know, I taught preschool um, on and off, uh, too, but I did t- to teach two and three-year-olds, like, kind of in the interim of working on TV shows when I came back uh, to D.C. Uh, from about, like, you know, if I got, I was pregnant in end of December, and so I started teaching, like, February through May. And so I think I sort of picked up a lot of, like, tips doing mm. that, and I got really good at changing diapers, too. Um, but also I think like my sort of mantra is, and what I've seen is like when my daughter falls on the playground and Mm. it, and it doesn't look like it doesn't look bad. You know, if it's, if it's something like really bad, I've gotten, you know, or like she's fallen off the bed, like, cause that always happens with babies. They'll fall off the bed, they'll roll (laughs) off the bed. Um, but especially now that she's like getting older and a toddler, like if she falls and it doesn't look bad. Um, like kids pick up on your energy so easily. So I, you know, instead of being like, (gasps) and sometimes, you know, my husband and I will call each other on it because naturally that's our instinct, but we'll be like, Oh, like, Ooh, that was a tough one. You know, like being positive about it. You don't freak out. She won't won't freak freak out. out. Yeah. And, and so it's really funny because now my daughter, like she'll fall and I'll go, Oh, are you okay? And she'll go, I'm fine. <laughs> you know, nice. like, or even before yeah. if she falls, even without me saying, Are oh, you she'll okay? okay? She'll look at me and go, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I'm- I feel like I don't see a lot of parents doing that. Like the parent behavior I see a lot is freaking the F out about all everything. The time. It's scary. It is. It's really, you know, I think like it just, you, you have another human life. Yeah. And there is, I can't even imagine. There is some fear too. And it's sort of interesting because we, so my daughter was in the NICU for a week. What, what happened? Why did they have to? So basically, you know, I delivered her after 15 minutes. And when she came out, she was very gray. And it was, that was so my, I give mad props to my husband because I was absolutely a wreck. Because, so basically what happened was she had, and I don't know the medical, I forget the medical term for this, but it's like the opposite of anemia. Um, So I guess like. It's now kind of a practice that they'll. Oh, she had like polycythemia. She had like too much red blood yes, cells. Okay. Yes, that when they take the the umbilical cord, a lot of the time babies will lose the red blood cells, so they they've like pushed mm-hmm. it back in with the umbilical cord. But she got too much, um. So she was like very gray. So they put her on me, but like facing away from me, right. I was a total mess. My husband was really tough about it. Like that's where he was just. I was so 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 proud of him because I was really terrified. 
Um, and so there was that. And then a lot of the time with the NICU, and I was very lucky. It was a wonderful NICU. Holy Cross Hospital, Silver Spring, Maryland <laughs> is wonderful. Um, they, um, you know, the, they realized they, you know, they gave her a more infusion of red blood cells. She was great. And, or did saline, a saline mm-hmm. replacement to get rid of the excess. And she was great. But then she also got jaundice, oh, which yeah. is very common. Mm-hmm. But um, and they had a low she had a low resting heart rate they wanted to check on. But that's pretty common, too. So from what they told me, but they didn't want to release her because if they released her and something went wrong and we had to bring her back, she couldn't come back to the NICU. She'd have to go to pediatrics. Oh, I see. And go through the whole process. Well, and also kids were there was like a, a bad flu bug going oh. around. So there was this flu bug in the pedi- in the uh, pediatrics. So wait, they didn't want her to get exposed to exposed to that. Flu. Like, yeah. so they really wanted to make sure it was all and and. And so I think that was an amazing toughening up process for me because you see all these tiny babies and it was pretty exhausting. Like I got to stay one extra day, but you, if people wanted to see the baby, they had to go down Mm. with either me or my husband. I was going down every two hours to nurse her and then coming up to pump. So I wasn't getting a lot of time to sleep. Um, Well, oh, and that's a good point is that eventually you got discharged. Yeah. And she stayed. I got discharged. And well, it was very lucky because um, while my husband and I were living in D.C., which was about a half hour away from the hospital, uh, my parents lived literally three minutes away from the hospital. And so it was good because we went and stayed with my parents. Mm -hmm. And that was sort of the plan of doing Holy Cross because uh, when I knew it was a very good hospital, I was born there. Um, (laughs) Must be good. Diana Metzger's Liberty Wing. I know. Liberty Babies. (laughs) Um, So I was born there, but also we figured, okay, if I, before, even we weren't even thinking Nikki, we were thinking like a lot of the time you go to the hospital and they tell you, okay, you're not ready, but like stay close. I would figure I'd go hang out with my parents. But it was really helpful because it would have been very sad for us to leave go to dc and uh like see her room ready Mm. and have her not in it it would have so it was good we went over to my parents that made us really close by so i i go over there a couple times a day i would go over many times a day um and it was just it was that was good and had the help of my parents so my parents could cook for us and things like that but it was nice because i had um i think then when we finally brought her home it was like, oh, now it's easy. Uh, now like, it's easy. Like, so because like, like this was like ICU, like that's serious business. And now it's like, okay, she's overcome this. This, yeah. And we didn't lose our shit as a family, you, your yeah. husband. Like, but I do. It's intimidating. And I remember being really nervous for like, oh, my God, she's going to be out of the hospital and home with us. Mm. And she's tiny and, uh, yeah. you know, being like really nervous. And so that was like a kind of a good cushion for us, <laughs> like a, a learning experience and a toughening up yeah. for sure. Damn. Ugh. It's yeah. a, it's a, it's scary, man. It's yeah, childbirth. It's, scary. it's no teen mom. I'll Ugh, tell you. No, you no, know. you know why? Because they're uh, fourteen. Their body snap right back. It's true. That Farah uh, looks great. Ugh. We're gonna take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to subscribe to Relatively Healthy on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating and write us a review. So we're back with Diana Metzger, who has sufficiently horrified me and uh, confirmed my suspicions about how scary it is, just in general, everything in life. And I'm terrified to be alive. So um, we're going to transition into periods because we've got that a new, is... new segment on the show called Period Watch. Yes, yeah, we so... need more body horror. Yes. Body horror. Yes. I think um, so... My experience is that I have an IUD and the periods are so bad they're debilitating. Wait, so you, you have the copper one? I have the non-hormonal. Okay. Is that copper? Yeah. I have the hormonal. So I'm very Why interested we can to talk hear about little, this. Yeah. So when I went to Planned Parenthood, I was like, oh, clearly I want non-hormonal. That sounds like it will have less effect. That's just the way I well, thought. And Jen and I are both nervous about like weight gain, skin changes, Well, moodiness. so I'll tell you what happened. So I immediately the periods I didn't I used to like not get a period because of my hormone balance and it wasn't a big deal I got a check don't worry um but I started getting periods that lasted 10 days and were debilitating oh. and I had to be in bed and the cramps were so bad and still the cramps and the periods so bad and I had to get those underwears we won't name the name of the oh, brand because okay. we're trying to get sponsorship That's right. but um I would have to wear those and change tampons every two hours and so 
but that's all that's supposed to get better within the first six months it it's still really bad it's better cramp wise and yeah. life wise but i hate it and it's become a consistent thing where when i get my period i will so i have a new catchphrase called just bled through jbt <laughs> and you text your friend when you uh, jbt i mean just I to like get it out there why, why not just get the iud taken out I have an insurance issue with that where mm. it would cost hundreds of dollars to get it removed until I can switch to a different provider. I've wow. looked into it. Got it. I'm that ready to sucks. have it out of my body. Okay. I feel like it's an invader. Yeah. I hate it. And then I looked up online like some people like remove it themselves. I mean, oh, you that's a don't. That's I mean, a no. you can, but I would advise against. No. Yeah. But you like yours? I have mixed feelings. So I got it put in like immediately mm. after you have your like six week mm-hmm. uh, appointment with a doctor where you get the like okay for sex and all that jazz. Um, but so I got it put in then and I got the hormonal one cause I think the idea of copper in my body sort of freaked me out. So yeah. I was like, Oh, I'll get the hormonal one. Um, but it's, I think the horror, I like to blame my weight gain on that. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, yeah. I have had skin issues as you can see, like in the, you know, spots it's, I mean, it's not terrible, but it's like, Oh my God. But versus like, you being on like uh birth control pills, how do you pills, feel like this? It's so... I like that I don't have to think about it. Yeah. That was huge. And that was why a big deal of why I got it because I'm on, uh, I am proudly on anti-anxiety and anti-depression medicine. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I was like, I don't want to have to think about taking like another, a third thing, a third thing every day. And it's, you know, that's a big thing. Um and because you mess that up and right. there well, no, you go with no. another kid. Yeah, because with these birth control pills, it's like two days you miss it. You got to start all over. The you know, shot for a month. Yeah. So I got I got that. And I like that I don't have to think about it. And I don't, you don't get a period? I, I don't. I get and that's the, I get bad. Yeah. Here's the rub. So I get I sometimes get bad cramps. I think oh. I think probably my every sometimes I've gotten spotting. Hmm. And sometimes I've gotten really bad cramps, but they've been really bad. Like I've had the bad cramps, like cramps like this since like I was first getting my period. Oh. Because um, I used to not get bad cramps at all. But I really, and it sort of makes me a little nervous that I don't get my period. Not that I don't think it's like. It just feels. Healthy, yeah. but it makes me nervous. Like, well, you always think you're pregnant? That or? I said that I think okay. I'm going to be, like I definitely had one time where I was like, I haven't, no spotting, no nothing. And I took like a, pre- I get yeah. very paranoid about mm-hmm. that. So I took like three pregnancy <laughs> tests in Paris and, yeah. um, and they all, and then like also terrified my husband, um, but they all came back negative, but mm-hmm. it's fine. So that's a little unnerving, but I also just went to the doctor and she's like, it's in its place. And then she, of course, terrified me by saying, yeah, I knew this girl in college oh, no. who I know that horror story of like, As the didn't doctor, realize she... it fell out and was pregnant. And, like, fell out. It doesn't fall out. There's but no it way. got it got missed or got like moved. How that thing is in your cervix? Doesn't it happen? That thing is in there. There's I mean, no way. Like so, right? You're well. It's not in your cervix. It's in your uterus. Whatever. It's further up. I don't know. It's in there. And though. then the strings are like through your cervix and then to the out sure. side. But I feel like it's also like a piece of plastic that's like the size of two matches. I feel like you would see it if it fell out like in your underwear. Or I think you'd feel it. I mean, it hurts so much to get the thing in. Yeah. yeah. No, it definitely did. So IEDs yeah. are terrible. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, it's nice to I not mean, have to think about that's it. That's the key. And I mean, yeah. my, you know, my skin isn't great, but it's not horrible. Because um, the other options, even like the those rings or whatever, those you still got to change them every month. It's supposed to be like less hormones. Basically, after the second child, I want my husband to get a vasectomy. And that's a very big fight we're having right now. Why doesn't he want one? (sighs) (laughs) We don't have to get into his business, but also we do. No, I mean, it's no, it's, um, you know, and this is the difference between like going through childbirth Mm. and understanding that and him not. Um, is he's like all scared about them being he's never had like a major surgery and he's scared about them being oh. down there by his job. Also a vasectomy is like the most minor of surgeries possible. I, I, I was on a urology rotation. They do it in the office. The guy just like takes a teeny cautery like buzzes through like the skin on the outside of the scrotum just like finds the the vas deferens just snips it. Gets you're not even under. Cane. You're not you're awake. You're awake. And you leave the office in under half an Sounds hour amazing. with a couple of iPad and another guy says don't have sex for a couple wow. of weeks yeah see like a pregnancy and, ain't like that no, no. you know and so I mean I feel like I'm being like diarrhea wife here and, no you but know, he, selling out Manoli no. but that's uh, because, because also to. getting a tubal ligation as a woman is a way bigger surgical 
procedure. Oh, and a, see, that's good to know. Yeah, it's, that's another. It's, it's, ar- that's, that's another like an actual point. surgery and a vasectomy in the office. Fifteen minutes, you're good to go. You know, I think it's just this idea too that, like, as a woman. I have been on the pill since I was 14. All of the burden. And I had, like, and I mean, I'll, I'll expose myself. Like, when at six months, like, when we tried to have sex again, it was very, very painful. Yeah. Very painful. Um, and so I had to, like, do estrogen mm-hmm. shots and, like, a Premarin, which is, like, yeah. what women in menopause. menopause use. Yeah. Like, it's just a lot of stuff that, like, you have to, I had to do a lot yeah. to, like, um, well, no, because in our previous episode, we were talking about vaginal rejuvenation yeah. surgeries and all that garbage. But then this is the side of housewives. Well, this is the side they life. don't see. This is like, my vagina's loose. Yeah, they're always like, I just have it on this tighter for my husband. I tighter. Right. right. And, and they're like, no, these are actual and things it's like, that are no, like, no, I had day-to-day. a baby and I have scar tissue and like, I can't actually have sex. And that's a problem. Yeah. Right. And, and so like I did that and then luckily it helped and fixed it, which was great. That was some that was some like Internet sleuthing, I think, on my part. <laughs> Um, and then bringing it up to a doctor, which yeah. with all internet sleuthing, <laughs> go to a doctor. Yeah. Or yeah. call this podcast. That's exactly. true. one eight four four You're still talking to you're talking to a doctor. That's true. Exactly. You know? I can't write you a prescription, but I'll at least tell you what to ask but for. That's part you'll of, ta- you'll yeah. talk her down off a ledge and, and you'll make yeah. them laugh. Yeah. So well, there you go. Part yeah. of the reason why I started the podcast is I realized what insight I had just having a sister who's a doctor. You can yeah. text and ask a question because I'm an internet person too. I'm yeah. on there looking up everything. Yeah. Oh, I can just literally ask somebody. Yeah. So it's very helpful to know a doctor. Yeah. That's my number one piece of advice. <laughs> no a physician. No a doctor. Yeah. Um, so, oh my God. I mean, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I just, periods are crazy. The whole oh, no, the other thing I was going to say too about <sighs> periods. So I'm 33. I've been getting my period since I was 12. I feel like I'm the worst. I feel like as far as women go, I'm the worst at getting my period. You I mean it like tampons? I have bled through. JBT. Yeah, mm. I bled through a desk. Like I bled onto a desk chair at <laughs> work. Say I bled through no, a desk I, chair. I bled onto a desk chair at work like, as a doctor within the past twelve months. I bleed through everything. I don't know how women wear white pants right. and, and live to tell about it. Yeah, I um, just found a new remedy for stains. Baking soda seems to be working. Oh, besides hydrogen that. peroxide, I never use that. That's that's the go-to. Hydrogen peroxide is supposed to have, like it breaks up the proteins in blood. Can you use it on non-white stuff? Yeah, I, I pour it on oh. my sheets all the time. Does it work? Yeah. Oh, well, then that's even better. I'll yeah, get some I just of that. use the trash can. Uh, <laughs> oh, money. I'm yeah. I'm Married life. I love that. Um, yeah. But no, I'm the same way. I bleed through everything. Yeah. I'm a constant bleeder. I really hate when you're going about your day. Well, so also I'm a writer's PA and a lot of my job right now is like carrying very heavy things and you can't really like stop mm. and you're just running around. And, the, and part of my job is like putting down these huge bags of lunches in the writer's room on the floor because there's not like a table and I have a JBT and I was yeah. like everyone can see uh, if you're behind me I like a JBT yeah it's just out there yeah. I mean everyone it's horrible. can tell. yeah I always worry like about well this is chairs. why I, no I wear black pants exclusively basically have you done now we should clamor for sponsorship now oh yeah I think dear Kate sounds like a great brand they are a rival to another company that does the underwear. Oh, they also my period underwear. Oh, and right. I've heard good things about them. And we would love to try them. Oh, as two people who JBT please. all the time. I would love it. If how, you do you, to- how do you feel about, like, is what is the period underwear like? It's really great. I'm very curious. So for me, I don't know if you've ever had an experience where you have on a tampon, but you still some you right. feel it. Like, yeah. you, feel, oh, yeah. you do it, and then you're like, oh, but it's fine. Oh. And then you just... Like you, it gives you enough time to change, change your or you can just do it on a light day, and it's just that it just yeah. doesn't. It feels like you still feel. And can lit. you just wash it in the regular laundry? So you have the to process is you clean it out uh, first. You rinse it out in cold water, and then you put it in the wash, but don't dry it. Does it you have like a it. liner or like a something? There's a material inside it that absorbs and holds it but, but it it's doesn't very get thin like it does it, it weirder looks, smelly or not at all it oh. looks like underwear it you it's just like a black pair of underwear yeah. the the bottom or where your you know yeah stuff is is like because so thing, thin too i will say i did not start wearing tampons until very late in the game We're neither talking neither like, did i I'm i talking was like five like four or five years ago. i was ter- i was terrified by it yeah. i forget exactly when i oh, switched no. my, over my but vagina when I, was just too anxious when i switched uh, mine was too and i couldn't <laughs> find the right angle and yeah. i couldn't i remember i couldn't find the right angle and so 
I was like, this is so painful. It's is it yeah. supposed to be it's, this everyone, painful? Everyone in the commercial is just like dancing in a meadow. Well, and then once I like figured out the position, which was like one foot up on the <laughs> toilet and, you know, um, then then I was like, this is a revelation. Yeah. But it took me a long time. Yeah. And I was like very nervous about it. Yeah. yeah. My, oh, no, my, but, but to, to the thing about the period underwear, because I would wear these like giant, you know, horse pads for the longest time. <laughs> you probably look crazy. Yeah. You'd look, so, you know, or like yeah. MC Hammer. Yeah. That's yeah. true. So that also seems nice. One no, it's same. great. Yeah. Like, because if you want to wear leggings, you can't have like right that you're gonna it's like you're lines. wearing a diaper yeah looks like you're because you kind of are so i really recommend them they're really good backup when i was coming back from the women's march it was a long drive and i like felt myself just going <laughs> and i wasn't freaked out it's someone else's car seat and we're yeah. fine it's great and like i don't know for all the things where you worry about it like spinning like all the yeah. things where your vagina makes contact you're just like oh it's fine. i mean i i will say too uh like given that like i live alone and it's like you know my bed is my bed if it's like day two of my period, I'll just bleed on the sheets. I don't give a shit. What? And then I just wash them no. later. Yeah. I don't, because especially it's like, look, the first two days are like the worst, but then after a certain point, I'm just like, I know what's happening. I'm getting out of this bed. This hydrogen peroxide sounds like the business. Well, and also uh, the thing I had told you the other day is you need to get a mattress cover yeah, over your that's, mattress. That's huge. Like a plastic one, that, 25 bucks, you can just throw it Do away. Do you feel it? No, not at all. No. All no. right. They're very thin, but it's basically, it's like a garbage bag around your mattress <laughs> so that you can bleed on it or Nothing whatever Nothing makes else. me feel less like yeah. a pig in a sty <laughs> and sleep and bleeding through on some plastic bags exactly. just get me i'm in a makeshift one out of saran wrap and then just or just an actual garbage bag honestly why don't we wrap ourselves in plastic yeah. and just call it a day so that, that way everyone knows that you're menstruating like just wear a big shirt that's like i'm menstruating and yeah. then just like plastic. period stained pants that are <laughs> Like just oh, I was gonna say just like a black garbage bag around your waist, like a kilt. No, you ba- the garbage this is a bag. Very, is- this is you're offering costume <laughs> tips to Handmaid's Tale, That's right? True. Here, That's pretty exactly much, exactly. Yeah. And then a bell, like hear ye, hear ye. Yeah. I, am- <laughs> I am not fertile, unless much less fertile currently. Or you hire a town crier to yes. walk in front of you, <laughs> right? Be like, and then you're crying because you are- you're on your period. I know. Yeah. I or um, you just keep something like tied around your waist. Just yeah. the other uh, tip I have on that. Yeah, but I would recommend. Right. I think we're the, these. Dear Kate, people, I have a good feeling they're listening right now, oh. and I would love the sponsorship. Um, I but it is cool, like these things that came out just so recently, it makes me think there will be more advances. Period technology, period technology is happening. And I mean, we're look, just if, living if, if in this it. were a, a Shark Tank episode, we would say, Oh, it's like a hundred twenty million dollar market if we were trying to sell the sharks. Well, on. You know, you know, we all know that like pads used to be like suspenders, right? I mean, the whole thing with the little belt, yeah, around that they talk about those Judy Bloom books. Well, yeah. that's not that long ago, that's true. I'm just hoping the at tampons some point, are not that old. We've got to get rid of periods, like that, they're just horrible things. I mean, you could just stay on birth control pills. Like, well, if, when I get this thing removed, I'm uh, hoping I'm back to normal, which is not having a period. <laughs> I felt so good. I felt so like, well, I was nervous. I was like, See, this is yeah, down. didn't that terrify you? Like for a while, I didn't get my period for the same thing. Like I, I was on the pill and I, but I just wasn't getting my period and it terrified me. Oh, it like, is scary. I, I was dating a guy and we, um, I like, I was still a virgin. So Lord knows, like we hadn't had sex at all. But I wasn't getting my period. Mm-hmm. And I became so paranoid that like something we were doing yeah. where oh. our genitals were in proximity, yeah. somehow like the right. sperm flew. <laughs> but at the same time, like I'm glad I was paranoid because right. uh, it was so easy for me to get pregnant. I'm Turns very, out. I'm very yeah, glad. Very yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm, that you know. paranoia was healthy. Well, I had to get an MRI because it was like more a question of is there like a growth or something. Uh, well, they were worried. It, it was a brain MRI because they were like, oh, do you have like an adenoma on your pituitary something. gland? And or so whatnot. when that was wow. clear, I was like, we. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, okay, party. Just you. Oh, I mean, you just want to know that it's you're healthy, right? You that's know? it. Yeah, and it didn't alarm the doctor, and he's like, well, we could give you pills to induce your period, and I was like, why? <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> Pass on those. <laughs> Give me an epidural. <laughs> right now. I'm right pregnant here in the You're office. Like, send me home with the box and yeah. the button. <laughs> I exactly. just need plenty of cassettes. Um, I need. I definitely need an epidural at work. Uh, so <laughs> this. It's just like, can you put it like at the top of my head? And not yeah. the I of was my back. so pissed when it wore off. <laughs> Like when it wore off and you felt the pain, no. it was like, well, it was it was like akin to like, a, so I went to Disneyland a couple days ago 
And uh, with my my husband and daughter are out of town, so I'm like living like I'm 22 again, <laughs> Taylor Swift style. Um, I was feeling 22, and we got very stoned at Disneyland, and we like continued to be stoned throughout the day. And so then, like when the weed finally wore off, like my thighs were chafed, mm. my feet were blistered. Like mm. it was like it wore off, and I was like, oh, that's what my body feels yeah. like. Shit. <laughs> and that was pretty much like once the epidural yeah. wore off, it was like, oh, that's pregnancy. Yeah. Ow. Oh, Ow. God. Oh, speaking of what you were talking about, inner thigh chafing, I'm also here to solicit sponsors. If anyone has a great product for like chub rub on your inner yeah, thigh, so I, I say, can wear skirts um, and I have powder, but it smells. I have, I just I have the Monastate cream, like the topical steroids. Oh, I just use deodorant. Oh, because Janie was talking to about sweating from her head. So it'd be good to also, you could maybe put deodorant. No, I've heard that that's wrong now. Okay. I don't know. I, the whole thing. What are we okay. doing? It's just all bad. But yeah, but no, it, it's hard to wear a skirt or a dress as a woman. Oh, yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. Well, and then it makes you feel all like, you know, self-conscious of right. like, if I lost weight, would this still happen? No, I know. My friend Emily says women with thigh gaps, that's where they keep all of their secrets. Mm. You cannot talk <laughs> to a woman with a thigh gap. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair like enough. It. Well, I have not been convinced on pregnancy. I'm glad that you're a happy yeah. mom. And she's it pretty like cute. If you, you if you met Izzy, you'll have to meet Izzy sometime. She's she's pretty cute. She's a she's a game changer. She's a game, she's a game changer. changer. She's a Sarah Palin of babies. <laughs> oh, oh, come on now. Boo. Why are you booing? It's Sarah a, Palin. It's a reference to an HBO film. No, I get that. Yeah. I get yeah. that. But like the yeah. you know they call who played Sarah Palin. Oh, it was uh, uh, what's her face? Um, um, oh my god, I love her. Yeah, um, Julianne Moore. Julianne ah. Moore. Call my dial Julianne child Moore. Julianne Moore. Better. Okay. Better. Okay. Better. Um, so we're gonna end the show with a prescription. Each of us is gonna go around and recommend something in the general world that we think is beneficial to wellness. So it doesn't have to be medicine. In fact, it shouldn't be because wellness yeah. is comprehensive. And anything a listener could adopt into their own life or observe or view or consume in any form. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking. Oh, okay. okay. So uh, I'm going to send a shout out, a prescription for Old Navy's Pixie Pants. Great. What so are those? They are basically leggings that look barely like pants you can wear this sounds like you to work yeah that's like, like ellen style right barely there. yeah they're like they're like 35 dollars. they here's the thing they're shitty and they're unflattering but they're very comfortable i've worn a nightgown to work so i hear you yeah yeah and I get it. they uh they old navy always has them they do them in ankle length uh again they don't look good but they feel great. Well, I do have to say, I mean, like, I kind of give myself mom permission. I rock leggings all the time. Yeah. And I rock some of their pattern leggings, and I always get compliments. I like yeah. And they're yeah. cheap. Yeah, yeah they're like athletic, yeah. but cheaper. Yeah. yeah. So I feel if, that. Because I would love to wear leggings to work, but I can't. So this is maybe as close as like you can a get. tenth of a step above nice. a legging. That's yeah. great. So only the pixie pants. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Um, mine's going to be cauliflower pizza crust from Trader Joe's. It's really Ooh, good. They have it because I've been making my own. But if I can making yeah. it seems so hard. I was looking you to mash at up a recipes. whole bunch of. Cauliflower. I don't have. Well, those. no, I don't mash up cauliflower. I buy the Trader Joe's frozen riced cauliflower. Oh, okay, right. And so do this, that. It's like it's. I think I googled it, and it's like food.com and yep. it's a pretty. I mean, but it's still a process. It's still but this, this eliminates you. the process. Yeah. You just have it, and I love like all the stuff that they make with cauliflower, like the rice and stuff. But this is like you just. Put it in the so oven. what do you and does it does it taste like regular pizza bread? Not at all. Okay. No. Okay. I mean, it tastes like a cauliflower pizza crust, but it's okay. really good. So then, what do you put on a cauliflower? What do either one of you like to put in a cauliflower pizza? Pizza sauce, cheese. Topics. Yeah, I, I do pizza sauce, cheese. Sometimes I put a little garlic on yeah. there. So the same stuff you put on a regular. You don't it's have to a change pizza the crust. toppings. No, no. It's cauliflower. But I also like I don't do like normally. So if I'm <laughs> I'm I go really like '90s old school and we do bobbly crust a oh. lot. Um, and so then like I'll put on like sauteed mushrooms or whatever, but I normally just keep it like pretty straightforward with the cauliflower crust pizza because it's like, it's not really pizza. Like, <laughs> no, and you it's know, not. It's, like, don't, don't try and fool yourself. It's a no. conveyance for everything on top. It's okay. just exactly. like, exactly. Just right. So really, like, yeah. I mean, I'd support like pepperoni on that, but it's like, you don't need to put vegetables on top of it. Oh, just. it just gets sad at that point. Yeah. It's, yeah. you know. Yeah. Does anything come to mind for you that you'd recommend? Um, I mean, if you are a parent or even if you mm. aren't a parent, getting stoned at Disneyland is pretty ah, awesome. Amazing. Good, good. It's get those fast pass. Awesome. Like we we did it right. We like 
would get a fast pass and you can get them like every two hours it's free go to a ride well you can get a fast pass for free oh fast passes are free at disneyland and california adventure but they're timed out basically like you go you keep your little card on you and then one comes out and it tells you like okay in an hour come back for the ride and you can only get them every two hours so this is a revelation because I haven't been to an amusement park in forever. So you don't have to stand in the line. This is a separate line. It's a quicker, oh. so you might have to wait like a couple minutes, but it basically is like a line that gets versus, you right to the front. Otherwise, it's like you're standing there for 90 minutes. Exa- and- exactly. So you do have to like be kind of strategic and time it out. And the more popular rides will send you to a later time. Um, and some rides, like the most, you know, the new like Guardians of the Galaxy didn't have fast passes okay. like after a certain point. So, I mean, you have to be strategic about it, but it was But one- even in your uh, altered state, you were able to coordinate all these fast passes. I was really like efficient in, <laughs> I've never been so stoned and efficient, <laughs> but I think I was powered by like, we would fast pass, then ride, then snack. Then like we would, it was a, like a good routine. Also, we got into you guys it. did like a day drinking where it's like there was a constant level. Oh yeah, no sheep. I mean, you know, I I don't want to call it. We were able to bring edibles into the park. Nice, got it. Got it. Sounds hey. great. Yeah, um, love that. You know so, what? They should sell them at the park. They, well, of, yeah. Well, it's it's. I didn't realize this that Disneyland itself is dry. California Adventure has oh. a has a bar, oh. has a bar, but. My friend also managed to sneak in a little <laughs> bottle of booze. Good for them. They're a good friend yeah, to have. This she was very She crafty. was super, super, like, it was just wonderful. Because she's, like, not a mom. Like, this is, she, she was just, like, on the ball. She was, yeah. she provided me everything I needed. I felt, like, <laughs> taken care of, like, a stoner child. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> it was wonderful to be taken care of by somebody else. Endorse that. Just At the happiest place on earth. Care of you. Yeah. yeah. Um, Diana, if people want to find you mm. online, where would you send them? I um uh Diana Metz D I A N A M E T Z on Instagram. I'm I am Diana Metzger on Twitter. Uh you can find me on Facebook if you do <laughs> if you're cool and you do friend me. Um only if you're cool though. Send only if you're cool guys. Uh send me a message. Uh, um don't just friend me because yeah. I won't accept you. Yeah. Oh no, I'm I'm like this is a creepy person I've never met. I'm not gonna accept any friendships. Yeah. But yeah. if you you know but yeah, but that's how most catfishes start. That's mm. like what's exciting is you never know. <laughs> it's romantic. Um, thank you so much for being yeah. on the show. Thank you guys huh. for having me. This was super fun. Was so and great to have you. Glad to overshare. <laughs> Always. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. For more podcasts, please visit foreverdogproductions.com.